Hello, everyone. This is the On The Rise Show, episode 63. I am Mr. Molly McGuire, alongside Alicia Lore. Alicia, hey, how are you? Hey, Molly. I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. Thank you. Um, so today we're going to talk about a post, post published by Struggling Forward, our um, friendly um, publication. Um, it's a post, a post um, written by Jordan Gross, and it's called If You Never Want to Feel Unpredictive, do, do these things, three things every day, the journey to consistent productivity. So, um, Alicia, what did you think of this post? I thought this was a great post. I've been struggling a little bit with productivity over the last couple of weeks, and he definitely had some pointers in here of things that I use, such as exercise and trying to give myself like a pat in the back when I do accomplish things. So he had some great pointers and tips. Yes, yeah, so... Um, we can, can talk about the three things he recommends. So the first one is uh, exercising. Um, yeah, I mean, we talked about that before, right? I mean, um, exercise is always important to get yourself in the right state of mind to start your day, to go off your day and start start a, start great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the, so I mean, like, it's interesting. Um, but the second thing is, is very important. So the second uh, thing or the second trick he recommends is reflecting on something you have done that is great um yeah what do you think about that second thing yeah that was a good one too he said keep an archive of your greatest achievements essays videos projects exams whatever it may be in which you truly excelled and i probably i think i misinterpreted what he was saying because i was saying like if i accomplished something that day but yeah that's true like i can look at my past you know 100 and whatever posted it may be or these podcast episodes and be like i am making progress and i'm getting ahead so that's a good way to um feel productive yeah and, and that's something i don't do enough um but the thing is like if you have um or been writing every day that counter is improving every Mm-hmm. I think I'm on, I don't know, 260 or something like that. But wow. that is impressive. And it gets getting impressive or more impressive every day. So if if I feel like I'm, if I in the future, I would feel like I'm, I'm a little bit down or something. I feel like I have done enough. Uh, all you need to do or all I need to do is look at that number and say like, you know what, that's, that's great. That's true. Yeah. It's a, it's a big accomplishment having done 260 something posts. That's crazy. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. And there's some, something uh, Danny Forrest also wrote about. He, um, he does that too. He keeps a, a list or uh, an, ar- an archive of all his achievements, um, whatever he's done, something, so even some, some great comments. Mm-hmm. Whenever he's feeling like he's down or something, he reads them and it always lifts his spirits up. Oh, yeah, that's good. That actually happened. I didn't keep an archive or anything, but the other day, like I was feeling a little bummed out about writing and then someone like tagged me in a post and said like I was... It was like an inspirational post. They tagged me in one of uh, their posts about something I wrote that inspired them. So that was really nice being that. I was like, oh yeah, I had to get back on and start doing a good job again. Yeah, that, that's that's the, the nice thing, right? I mean, we are sometimes too demanding, I would say, for ourselves. Both of us are, are even high, all high achievers. Yeah, too hard sometimes on ourselves, you have right? to, like, Yeah, we need, we need to be more. We need to do more. We ask a lot of ourselves, but sometimes it's okay, like, Jordan says, you know what, reflect on something and, and, and you know what, uh, you have something great, think about it, um, be grateful for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, sometimes sometimes we forget about that. Yeah, that's true. Time. It's like if we have like one bad day or one day we're not, you know, haven't achieved as much as we want. It's like, 
I discredit everything else that I've done. I'm not even thinking about that. I'm like, oh man, I just wasn't on today. But yeah, we should definitely not be too hard on ourselves. Yeah, it, it reminds me of um, uh, just Livermore, and he's one of the greatest traders who have ever lived. <laughs> and once a year, he would like clean all his accounts and and get all the let all the money come to his local bank and like count it <laughs> and even sleep with his money just you know to uh, feel what he did that year wow. and just like to have a, have a physical appreciation of um, what he did that year and i mean it's a bit extreme but i like what i mean it's great what he does i mean sometimes i i, I think i'm going to do that in, in in the future too i mean not about the money but like mm-hmm. if i feel down or something like um maybe link to my greatest comments and read them once once again i mean it's yeah. always nice to to read of you, what you have done to for people, and and that could only happen because we have been writing every day. Yeah, that's a really good idea. I like that one. Yeah, um, I wrote about that before too. Like this game is mostly mental. Uh, mm-hmm. People think it's all about success and and about uh, external things, but it's internal. It's keeping yourself internally motivated. Mm-hmm. And and I'm always amazed about some people who are like struggling for years and years and years, and and they figure out ways to keep them motivated. They're like, oh yeah, but this year was not as bad as last year. You know what I mean? Or like they're, you know, they look at smallest things and and, and they, they celebrate the smallest successes. That's, yeah, that's something you, you have to be, that's a skill you have to learn, let's say. Yeah, you're saying celebrating the small wins. Yeah, yeah. but sometimes there are even no wins, so you have to figure a way to turn the small losers into wins or something. That's you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, as long as we're still here, we have an opportunity to do something. So that's good in itself. Yeah, that's true. Um, the third, the third thing he recommends is um, sprint, sprint, rest, repeat. Uh, I have to admit, the first time that, or the first when I read this, at first it was not really clear what he meant. But he's talking about the thing we talked about before, the Pomodoro technique. I think so. Yeah. He, he talks about like work for fifty minutes or, or forty minutes, or and then just take a break and go on. Right? I mean, that's what he's, he's talking about, right? Yeah, that's what I thought when I read this too. I thought of the thing that you said before. Yeah, and that's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. I've actually never You're actually busy. Yeah, I tried this before. Right. There, so, and you said you have, right? Yeah, um, I, I did that before. Uh, and I think I did it some. So, I mean, I used to do it like uh, I set a timer. I, w- I worked for 25 minutes, did 15 minutes break, 25 minutes. I used that to do that so much that by now I think I like ingrained it in some way i like I, i'm doing it unconsciously now i can't i could never work for four hours straight I, I like after 25 minutes i need to get up have a little drink or just like walk downstairs or like you know and do some stretches or something like that yeah and it's the same thing that they say like you take a break for five minutes and you're totally refreshed coming back yeah i think my maximum is like two hours and then i like to take a break i don't like working for a long long extended you know periods of time so yeah, two hours mm-hmm. and I take like a 30 minute break or something, 15 minutes. That's why it's like difficult having like a regular job too. Cause there's so much time period between like the work and the break. So it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, again, I have never worked in, an, in a regular office, but I think they have their own tricks to, to do those things. Right. I mean, yeah, you go like, probably, yeah. God, sorry. Yeah, I would say they probably just work for an hour and then like chat for five minutes. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I think so. Well, like for like when I was working in the customer service job, it's like you work from nine and then at 
1130, you have a 15 minute break and then you work for a couple more hours and you have a 30 minute lunch. And then you work for a couple minutes, a couple more hours, you have another 15 minute and then you work until the end of the day. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's still long. Two hours in, in, a, in, a, in a row, that's a, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Stay motivated and do... Total, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think, honestly, um, those companies are, of course, a little bit afraid of getting of turning their uh, people unproductive. But if they would, like, try to keep, for instance, the Pomodoro technique, if they would implement that and, uh, like, monitor it, I think they would come out ahead, I, I think. That because people be- would be very much more focused in the, the time that they work. Yeah, that would be an interesting experiment. I wonder if some some might do that, like some of the smaller companies. It's interesting. Yeah, the only problem I see happening is that if you're working on somebody else's time, like the 25 minutes become 20 minutes and the five minutes become 10 minutes, right? Yeah. And that's only the start. That's only the first day. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's why, uh, for instance, if you're we both worked at home, we booked, both did freelancing. Mm-hmm. If you do that, you'll figure out soon enough that you have to be very disciplined, right? Yeah. I mean, you're the only one who can control yourself then. Yeah, that's why I appreciate the fact that I work at home. Like, I'm okay. Like, a lot of people can't handle that, though, you know, handling or doing their own schedule. They're like, oh, I would never be motivated to do the work myself at home. I'm like, I have to be because I can't go to the office. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. I also like the this one idea. Um, they say, like, think of your productivity like a pencil. You start the day with a beautiful, brand new, fresh pencil. The more you use the pencil, the, pencil, the smaller it becomes. So, yeah, I like that in a way, right? You can't, like, spend the whole day with that same pencil. You have to sharpen it sometimes. Same thing with your mind. That's true. And also, does it mean like do the most important things first so that you have the most left of your energy and whatnot? Mm, I think so. Yeah. Jordan doesn't talk about that, but I, I think that too, because like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that, or uh, you could even do the thing that, that uh, Danny does and that's like uh, doing two things that uh, uh, stimulate different brain parts. So for an hour, you do one thing and for a second hour, you do something that uh, challenges a whole other part of your brain. You could do that too. Yeah. But that's- uh, I think. Yeah, I think you have to do the most important things first. Yeah. And I don't know, does it the last point that you just went over there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing too is like just sleep. I remember like in the beginning of this daily writing challenge, like I was just working all day and I was not getting much sleep. And my uh, sleep schedule is still kind of erratic, but for the most part, I get eight hours every day at least. So yeah, sleep is a big part in, in being productive too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds it sounds counter counterproductive, right? You think like, yeah, if you're sleeping, you can't work, and that's true. But because you're 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 totally relaxed and energized, you can work more when you're working. I know I'm like totally out of it when I don't get enough sleep, so it's my mind is messed up. So yeah, that's really yeah. the most important thing. One of the most important things. Yeah, it's extremely important sleep. I mean. Um, I could never, I couldn't tell you what happened. But I mean, like, if I, for instance, don't sleep for three days straight or don't sleep, I mean, don't sleep enough for three days straight, I'm already getting, like, uh, inflammation in my body. I feel myself, like, tired, uh, like, you know what I mean? Less happy, um, more burnt out. So, yeah, sleep is extremely important. I mean, that's one of the things that we're uh, um figuring out that uh, for all those years, people have said like, yeah, but sleep, yeah, you can sleep when you're dead. The problem is if you do that, if you don't sleep, 
you're going to be dead eventually and much sooner than everybody else. So, yeah, it's a very, very, very bad idea to skimp out on sleep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this post, do, do you have any more comments about this post? No, it was, just, it was a good post to read and I got some tips and it's going to cause me to focus more on just being productive and continue some of the things that I'm already doing too. Yeah, so, so basically um, to summarize, it's like first exercise, like get that energy up. Second, be grateful. Think about uh, what, um, and be grateful, right? Think about what amazing things you've ever done. Mm-hmm. And third thing is like uh, take a, a break once in a while, right? Yes. So yeah, amazing post. Um, thank you, Jordan. I, I commented on this post too. I said like um, I had like a little writing slump, but now I'm totally back. So um, yeah, it's always nice yeah. that that happened. So um, I mean, that's enough uh, on this post. Uh, let's talk a little bit about um, my post that I read, uh, wrote today. Mm-hmm. It's called What I Learned While Taking a Little Break. Um it's about, uh, well, I think I talked about it yesterday on the podcast too, that I took a little, little break because my mother was, uh, it was her birthday. So I took a little break and I was spent some time away from my desk. And I realized, first of all, that I still love to write, that I still love to create and that I'm probably never stopped creating for the rest of my life. Yeah, I love creating too. And that's my whole thing too, like, with the daily challenge, I just realized that I just like to create I like writing and I just like trying all these different types of things. Like I like creating something new. I guess this is the whole, like that's the whole thing with creating. You're always trying to do something new or something different for some people. So I definitely want to explore other areas and that's what I'm working on now too. Yeah, that's awesome. And the thing about creating too, um, I've seen a documentary about, um, people or kids, I think they were six or seven and they all had to draw. And first of all, all of them are, if you're six or five or six, everybody draws, right? There's nobody who says like, yeah, I can't draw. That doesn't happen at that age. Yeah. You don't have that self-awareness yet. So everybody loves to draw and does it, mm-hmm. but you can already see who is going to be an awesome creator and who's not. And, and the, the main thing is like the honesty. They're already like kids, even at six, who try to, to write, to, to draw something that is like, honest that is like out of, out there that you know what i mean that's like putting themselves out there and there are a lot of kids who just like draw some tree or something like that and don't think about uh, doing that so uh, i also think that's uh, to make a long story short i think a creator also needs to push the edge a bit right yeah. go out of their comfort zone push the envelope a little bit and like you have to expose yourself sometimes right color outside the lines do something different yeah so for instance i mean uh i I wrote today uh, i believe the world is at a massive fork in the road it's up to our generation to wake up and rise up that's why i need to be the best i can be that's why i need to inspire others along the way Uh, what do you think about (laughs) those two sentences i think that's great um because i was also i think we were talking about this a little bit yesterday too i don't know if it was in the podcast but just that fact that as creators or just like us being on this platform, we have responsibility ourselves to try to be our best every day because people are kind of relying on us to be our best. Like, mm-hmm. of course, take care of our, you know, yourself or whatever. But like people are also like looking up to you and, and waiting for you to produce something that's going to help to keep them motivated or keep them inspired. So I think that's yeah. really cool. 
Yeah, because for instance, I mean, it's so easy to do another post on, um, I don't know, um, why blogging becomes a business. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, that was a great post. I'm not saying I shouldn't have written, written that. So it's a great post, but it's too easy to go there because like, I sometimes feel like you have to write things that others couldn't write. You know? A lot of people who could write about blogging and about why it becomes a business. But I feel like I have to write about what I see or what I think. And sometimes people are like, yeah, but this is a little bit, or this is not true. They, they can't flat out state that I'm not, that I'm wrong. And that's okay too. Or they say like, yeah, I see what you get. Or, you know what I mean? You want to inspire people in a way too, because like, I feel like that's being a creator too. Yeah. Everyone has like their own unique perspective that someone can benefit from. So yeah, it's impossible for everyone to agree with, you know, everything that we say, but it's, it's like really important to use your voice or use your artistic skills and put it out there because there's someone that is going to help. Mm -hmm. So for instance, in your case, uh, have you ever written something that uh, people are like, hey, this is totally true, uh, totally false or even that, is that, doesn't that happen for you? I haven't had that per se, but I haven't picked anything that controversial. I've had posts where I didn't do my best job writing them. They saw my flaw. <laughs> so that's happened maybe a time or two. And I was like, yeah, I should have done that better. But um, I haven't had any outright like disagreements. Like for the most part, I just, I don't have anything too controversial. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's good in a way too, right? Um, I, I, uh, sometimes I have because, yeah, I, I, I by now know what topic topics will be controversial and which not. So for instance, yeah, the atheism thing was, was, um, was a little bit controversial. In hindsight, I also know what I did wrong. Um, I can I can tell you, uh, I can tell the listeners because uh, to see if they don't want to avoid the same mistake. Mm -hmm. um, so what did I, uh, I uh, wrote about being, used to be an atheist and not anymore, but I tagged it with atheism. And the, that's still something people have to realize too. Um, if you're listening and you're writing on Medium, the tags you put on are very important. So if you write, for instance, something anti-atheists and you like tag it with atheists of course a lot of atheists are going to come by and give it uh, you know what i mean like you have to be very careful about that so i i wrote the second post about atheism but i didn't tag it atheism and yeah that there was no controversy on that one so you have to like if you write about being spiritual you can tag things with spirituality but if you tag write something about spirituality and tag it with atheism a lot of atheists will come by and destroy you Unless you want that, of course, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not always a bad thing for them to come, but yeah, there was a couple of, like, rude comments that time. But it's good to like, have an open dialogue. So, I mean, I probably, yeah, if I want to avoid it, I wouldn't target that. Yeah, uh, that's, by the way, Alicia, that's very uh, interesting what you're saying now, because, like, what you're saying now, because um, it all depends on what you're trying to achieve on medium for instance there are a lot of people who write on medium and, and like to have discussions and that's okay too like there are people who are like yeah let's discuss on this atheism thing and let's go back and forth and back and forth mm -hmm. to only honest i don't have the time for that so that is not my goal um if people are people uh, there are people who say like yeah but i think uh spirituality is this and that i mean that's interesting i like i love to read other opinions but i don't want to discuss on this thing so that's i mean it's, it all depends on what your what your angle is uh, writing this so um there are for instance topics that i would love uh to have a discussion about 
but those would be more open things. Not, I mean, things I know are not so controversial. For instance, like uh, I love talking about nature. Uh, I would love to have discussions about nature or Bitcoin or something like that. But uh, I'm not gonna. I don't like to go in discussion on, on atheism or, or politics or religion because I know those topics are very controversial. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, I think that's. Uh, unless you need, do you want to add some more comments on on uh, my post or your post or, or Jordan's post? Hmm. Just scan to the end. I, mean, I think it pretty much just covers it all. Like how you ended just saying that I'm a doer, you had a break and then you realized that you want to get back to creating and that's what you're doing now. So that's awesome. Yeah. By the way, that's, that's, that's also interesting what you're saying. Like um, if you're like, not, if you don't know exactly uh, if writing is something for you, try writing every day. And most of the time you'll be like, no, this is not for me. But even if you think you're, you're a, uh, you're, you're a writer, stop, writing for a week and you'll know for sure if you're right or if you're not because like if i would stop writing for a week i would be totally um, cranky and like i you know what i mean I, I would have a withdrawal uh symptoms so yeah i i'm for sure i know i'm a writer now that's interesting yeah and yeah i mean i i say i say it here too like i don't know what i'm going to be next year uh, a writer podcaster business owner trader maybe something totally different uh -huh. We don't know yet. That's that's. I mean, we both don't know what's going to happen in a year. That's maybe the the fun thing about all this, right? Mm -hmm, that you can't predict everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny. I mean, like we could be in one year from now. We could look looking back at this podcast and like, oh my god, those guys were so naive. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Like we don't know, right? It's yes. going to it's going to go. So um, yeah, um, I think this is a good yeah place to end the podcast, right? Yeah, I think it's a great way. Yeah, so uh, I just want to thank um, John Tuttle and Jason Barrick-Lewis for the two latest posts. Um, so um, thank you very much, Alicia. Uh, and to the listeners, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. Thank you very much. Thank Bye. you, Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.